Right, the next one is uh, freedom of expression, freedom of speech. Uh, two interesting articles, I think, that we can maybe uh, share with our lis listeners and uh, maybe some of you have also read them. Business Tech uh, published an article on the Elon Musk defamation case and then also in the Saturday Star there was uh, an article about this claim lodged in the United States uh, by a British cave expert. His name is uh, Vernon Unsworth and he sued Elon Musk over a tweet that Musk uh, published uh, or posted in which he labeled Vernon a pedogar. So there was a defamation claim because of this pedo guy expression that uh, Elon used in his tweet. Now, um, there's obviously a South African connection. Um, as uh, many of our listeners probably know, Elon Musk was born here in South Africa. And in the second article, we'll also see um, that even during the court case, there was a South African connection that uh, came apparent with one of the arguments that was raised by Elon Musk. Elon Musk is of course very well known for uh, two companies with which he is very much involved. I don't know if you guys know which two companies are they. Uh, the one is uh, Tesla and the other one is uh, SpaceX. No? Yes. So they are often in the news uh, and Elon Musk is obviously a very well known uh, figure. So yeah, as I said uh, before, it uh, related to that rescue effort um, in Thailand. Uh, this uh, Vernon uh, Unsworth guy knew the case very well and he assisted with the effort. Uh, the schoolboys were trapped in the cave and then he told uh, CNN, that's now Vernon, that um, Musk could stick his submarine where it hurts. So those are the words that he used. Uh, you might remember that Elon Musk offered to make a submarine available to the rescue team with uh, special technology uh, in an effort to save the schoolboys. Uh, but uh, Vernon wasn't impressed by this uh, offer. He also mentioned that it had no chance of working. Then Musk responded on Twitter, calling Unsworth a pedo guy and adding, never saw this British expat guy who lives in Thailand at any point when we were in the caves. It was a tweet that was uh, heard around the world. The article then uh, mentions uh, an expert witness for Unsworth told the jury that 490 English language stories were published mentioning the pedo guy tweet. So that's a lot, 419 stories about this pedo guy, not including the stories about the litigation. But then, yeah, as a uh, some of you might have also heard a federal jury in Los Angeles actually uh, found in favor of Elon Musk. So he won the case. They uh, found that the tweet fell short of defamation. The uh, article then also refers to an interview that uh, the uh, newspaper had with uh, Schustermann, who was one of the jurors. Um, remember, in the United States, you have the jury system as opposed to South Africa, where we don't. And uh, yeah, that juror, Schustermann, said that he felt the case was uh, straightforward. It wasn't clear if the tweet was actually about Unsworth, since uh, Musk didn't name him. The judge told the jurors that was one of the elements required to establish uh, defamation. So obviously with the jury system, the judge gives instructions to the jurors what they need to decide on. And then uh, in this case, they concluded that there was no defamation. Schustermann also mentioned, according to the article, 
that I felt it was like two junior high school students fighting. And then um, Unsworth, the lawyers, according to the article, still need to decide on whether they're going to appeal the verdict. Okay, so that was the first article. Second article is one in the Saturday Star, also on this very same case. Interesting one. Um, now, there they refer to the fact that Elon Musk actually argued that pedo guy was an insult in South Africa whilst he was growing up in Pretoria. Now, Musk in a statement to the court wrote the following, according to the article. Pedo guy was a common insult used in South Africa when I was growing up. It is synonymous with creepy old man and is used to insult a person's appearance and demeanor and not um, accuse a person of pedophilia. Then the article, interestingly enough, also refers to the Slate magazine in the United States, which um, contacted uh, Musk's uh, schoolmates after the court case that were with him at Pretoria Boys High School. And they actually asked them the question whether pedo guy was an insult that was indeed uh, used, according to them, at the school. Now, 17 ex-pupils were interviewed. 13 said that they never heard the term. And then three said that they had heard various permutations of pedo guy. To be honest, I've never heard the expression pedo guy. I don't know whether the panel <laughs> in Pochestrom, do you talk about a pedo guy? No, you don't. No, no, no. Okay. no Nobody, according to the panel of uh, Poch students. I see that our IT guy, who is actually not supposed to partake in this program, is uh, smiling. Uh, Jared Enslin, uh, uh, what did you say? Pedo guy? Was that something that was used here in Rustenburg? Um, well, of the schools here in Rustenburg, um, I know it's specifically with us, we labelled pedo guys any creepy guy walking past, and then we had another term, very similar, um, pedo van. So that was any car yeah. driving very slowly past anywhere that looked suspicious or dodgy, we called a pedo van. So you actually agree with Elon, in yes. the sense that it was a creepy guy, it's not necessarily a pedophile. No, it's not necessarily a pedophile, but it definitely is someone who's creepy or is someone who looks more soci socially awkward than anything else. Okay, interesting. Yeah, thanks for that contribution, Jared. I'll make sure that you get your salary in November. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then in the article also they referred to a Twitter poll uh, that was uh, conducted by Zelda Swart, who um, asked the question, was pedo guy used as a general insult in South Africa, I suppose in the 1980s? And then the majority of respondents, 80% to this Twitter poll, said no. I can actually also tell you the following, Wesley Keeney, um, as you all know, one of our colleagues here uh, at Van Felden Duffy, uh, who is not hesitant to use uh, strong language to express himself. Um, I asked him the question, and he coincidentally was also at Pretoria Boys High a couple of years after Elon Musk. And he also said that it was not a commonly used uh, insult. Be that as it may, uh, Musk, of course, uh, won the case. So I guess it's a victory also for uh, freedom of uh, speech. Right. don't know if uh, the panel has any questions or comments uh, for us on that matter. Um, I actually have a question. Yes, Pamela. I wonder if, um, based on the similar set of facts, one would succeed with a defamation claim 
in the South African courts? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm actually not sure. Um, what I can maybe tell you that I've seen a couple of clients over the years, I've been here for about 23 years now, from time to time who felt insulted by what someone said to them or about them, uh, etc. And then I was explained to the client what the cost implications of litigation um, um, are. And I explained to them how long a court case can take. I also explained to them that in terms of our law, I think the compensation that you can get for defamation is very limited, especially if you are not a well-known public figure. And then after I've explained that to the clients, they normally decide not to proceed with a defamation um, court case.